Welcome, everybody. I'm David Urban. I'm a leadership development specialist and a best-selling author, and we want to welcome you to the Leaders Navigator podcast. The premise is simple. The podcast will provide you with insights for living and leading the authentic way so that you'll be better equipped to amplify your positive impact as a difference maker in any area in your life. We'll cover a variety of topics related to authenticity. We hear stories of how authentic leaders came to be who they are. And we will create a platform for you to submit questions you would like us to address on all the topics that we cover about here and in my books. What's uniquely special is that I'm doing this podcast together with my daughter, Haley. And I'm super excited about this opportunity to work jointly on this project that we are both so passionate about. And Haley, you just reminded me today that we had our first podcast one year ago today, June the 21st, yep. 2022. Woohoo! So we've been that doing was... this for a year. That is what so a crazy cool. year. Crazy. Pretty consistently too. I mean, we've taken a couple of weeks off, but you know, pretty consistently. Well done us. Look at us go. You think we, we didn't even take the week off then you got married. Nope. I think we still did that. I think we you're right. It when we were, when I was in Ottawa. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, how are you today? I'm good. I'm good. We're, we're getting towards like the final few days of the, of the school year and just kind of now starting to think about graduation and, you know, finishing up for final assignments and things like that. So the atmosphere is really good. It's always it's so funny. I was talking to, um, some grade 11s today and they're, they're so funny. They're saying like how much better they like the, um, the winter exam season. Cause they're like, oh yeah, it's depressing anyways. And like, all I want to do is just curl up and study and it's dark and I'm sad anyways. And why not just like mix in some sadness with the exams. And you know, you just, you don't want to do anything except the exams anyway. She's like, uh, this one student was like, you know, the summer, like the, the June exam break. Oh man, that one's so hard because all you just want to do is go outside and you want to do anything but school, but like, you know, you have to, and it's just the hardest, but you know, on the teaching end of it. I love it. So that's <laughs> yeah, great. But, and no, you were so saying great. the grade 12s, some of the grade 12s are having a hard time going home. Yeah. So now it's, uh, you know, our, our graduation's a week from today, but, or a week from yesterday, I guess. But, um, uh, you know, so at the end of the school day, like, even though it's exam break and they only have to come in if they have an exam or a final assignment or anything like that. Um, but some of the grade 12s, they were, they were lingering, they were loitering a little bit. They, you could tell they just were really, really resistant to leave. Um, cause they're just, this is like, this is the end of an era for them. Right. So into the unknown, um, in the words of Elsa from frozen. Um, so they're getting, uh, you know, they're being quite sentimental, nostalgic. It's very sweet. And you see it with the younger grades too. Like the younger grades are like, I don't know what we're going to do next year without them. Yeah. So it's pretty sweet. What a community that you have, you build around there. Uh, yeah, it's pretty good. It's the joys of a small school and, you know, being able to work with these kids several years in a row and develop those relationships with them. And yeah, so it's pretty special. Very special. Yeah. You had a but, good topic suggested today. Yeah. And I know, I think we've, we've explored gratitude a little bit before, but it's such an important one. Um, I think like I, I keep reading over and over again in all these different areas about how important gratitude is um, for community building, for mental health, for, um, support for, you know, for, for making memories, for acknowledging people for that connection. It's so important. Um, you know, there's all these studies that talk about like how essential gratitude is for resilience and for, um, success and all of that. Right. So, and I, I this wearing this gra grateful shirt, the one that says grateful on it was not on purpose. Um, <laughs> 
I know people who are listening to the podcast won't see this. I swear the shirt that says grateful on it was not a purposeful choice. I just picked it up off the ground. Um, but yeah, so exploring gratitude and, and what it means to be grateful and authentic expressions of gratitude and, and how important it is, especially as like, you know, as a school year comes to a close or, you know, as it's so easy to think about other things with the weather getting better and, and summer approaching. So you had a, a, a note of gratitude. Did you want to share that that you from one of your students? Yeah, I did. So this student, a little bit of a backstory on him. He, uh, he actually acknowledged like his, he's most proud of in his entire high school career, um, going from somebody who was nearly failing in grade nine, um, to being like a a student with high nineties of an average, um, he's just come a long way. Um, and so I just, this, this was just very touching because I know like his, his, his dad has talked about this before that this was all entirely coming from him, not from anybody else, from him not from his parents pushing him to do it just from him intrinsically. Um, which is like the most thoughtful way of like, you know, teachers sometimes like your end gifts. Sometimes it's a nice little acknowledgement, but it just means so much more when it actually comes from the student and not from, uh, not from the parents. Um, so yeah. So the student just wrote, just talked about how, you know, just, just thanking me for everything and, just being kind and happy and and all of that. And it was just like the most genuine little card. Um, and I just like, it was just so thoughtful. Um, so yeah, so I'm just very grateful for, for that, for this, this kid who at first glance seems like a typical teenage boy who wouldn't normally express this kind of thing, but I'm just really grateful that he was grateful uh, and how important that is to have that like authentic gratitude. So it, it kind of goes without saying it's a bit self-evident, but what does gratitude do for the receiver and what does gratitude do for the sender i think for the receiver i think it's it's acknowledgement of of some gift and that gift might be of time of resources of support um but it's really important to acknowledge that right especially if people are like especially if you know for people to continue like giving Um, so I think it's really important for the the receiver to, to have that acknowledgement, um, just good manners and things like that, good etiquette, but most importantly for the, for the giver of that, of that gratitude, it's really important because it, it helps in, in empathy because you're pausing and reflecting what the other person is, is experiencing. Uh, it's important for, um, resilience because you're thinking about different people and things and, and reflecting on, um, these different elements that have led to your own success, um, throughout your life. Uh, it's important in terms of like solidifying memories, um, and people in your life and and specific evidence in your life, because you're thinking and pausing and reflecting and and consolidating that to your long-term memory. Um, and so it's, it's a, it's just a really important, I think, and going back to ritual too, when we're talking about that, um, especially if it's done organically and authentically and not done out of obligation. Um, you know, I've had bosses in my life sort of give, you know, standard, just thanks. Thanks so much. Um, but it, it doesn't feel authentic and it, it doesn't feel, um, thoughtful, I guess. Um, but it's really important. I think that it comes whatever, whatever that means for the giver or for, sorry, for the giver of gratitude, whatever that means best for them. Like in, in that expression of gratitude, it's really important. I think for, for, and building that relationship between the two, right. For solidifying that relationship. Um, Yeah. And I also too, like, I, I thought of a really interesting, um, I, I forget where I found this probably on the internet somewhere in social media or something, probably all the hours I spend on social media, but, um, there is a, uh, 
a great way when it, it comes to, um, looking after yourself and, um, helping yourself out and building confidence and resiliency and valuing yourself and respecting yourself, um, by saying things that instead of saying, I'm sorry for blah, 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 you say, thank you for waiting. So instead of saying, sorry, I'm, I'm late. You could say, thank you for waiting for me. Right. Or, um, sorry, I didn't do that thing for you. Thank you so much for doing that for me. Right. Um, and it's just a different way of framing it for like respecting yourself and also makes it about the other person, um, and acknowledging what the other person has done as opposed to making it self-centered. So what comes to my mind around that is that relationships like leadership, like authentic living is about energy. So you and I have this relationship. We have this connection and we, and it's like, we've talked about this before improv, how improv builds on each other. So you have a statement and then I build on that and then it adds energy to the relationship. Definitely. And what I'm hearing is that gratitude brings energy to a relationship as opposed to taking energy from a relationship when it's done genuinely versus yeah. an apology, which has a tendency to diminish energy compared to what gratitude might do. Definitely. And I think like, like apologies and gratitude, it accomplishes the same goal. It acknowledges, Hey, I did, so I did not meet my end of the bargain for whatever reason you did more for me than I did for you. So it's that acknowledgement, right? And so it satisfies that it checks that box, right? But what it does instead is it, it, it makes it more selfless and celebration of the giver who is giving that, you know, that time, that resource, that support, that help, what have you, right? As opposed to making it about, you know, the person who screwed up. <laughs> right. And I think that's just a lot more like healthy and, and honest and, and, um, supportive and helpful and uh, community building as opposed to being self-centered. Well, it brings to mind uh, Gary Chapman's work around the languages of love and how in a relationship you have different languages that you express love. And he then rewrote a book with Paul White, a colleague of his, to apply it to the workplace. And he called it the language of appreciation. And I, I might extend that to say that we need to be attentive uh, to, to show how to be aware of how and conscious how we express gratitude to each other. Some people, like I'm a words guy. Um, your mother is an, is an action service minded individual where you express gratitude by doing things together versus uh, some people might express gratitude and, or receive gratitude through um, gifts. So I think it's important to be aware of what our language of gratitude is and be attentive to how we express gratitude to another person. Definitely, right? And how you express it and how you receive it, right? And, and not everyone is going to be the same. So to recap, if, if listeners don't know the love languages or, or the, you know, words of affirmation or um, appreciation rather. So there are, according to, um, to the author, there are five languages. So there are acts of service, which like you mentioned is, is doing, doing something for somebody else. Uh, there are words of affirmation, which is expressing it in, in words and, and articulating that, uh, gifts, which I know that that one seems to get a bad rap as being like, you know, consumerist or materialist, but no, it doesn't have to be. It's, 
it's it's an we we assign value to objects. Objects are incredibly important anthropologically to us as humans. Objects are really important. Um, so uh, words about uh, physical um, connection, like touch. Um, and so for some people, it's cuddling, it's hugs, it's handshakes, it's it's uh, that physical touch uh, and quality time, which is uh, spending time with somebody and and you know going on outings together, a date together, or um, spending that time together, com- conversation, things like that. I think that's five. I think I mentioned all five. Yeah, um, and so, and, and not everybody is one, no one exists in a vacuum. Like, of course, people have different combinations of that thereof. And, but it's important, I think, to know also to like how you express gratitude may not be the best way somebody receives gratitude. Right. And so it's all about understanding that connection and understanding each other and, and how best to express that love and appreciation and gratitude to somebody else. Right. For some people, it might be like, a words written thoughtfully in a card for other people. It might be, Hey, I, uh, thank you so much for doing that thing for me. I will, you know, I'm going to come over and mow your lawn, whatever. Uh, for some people, it might be like a, a bouquet of flowers. Um, and not everybody's going to be the same way, but it's that idea about putting thought into why you're doing what you're doing. The purpose behind it. it's community building, expressing gratitude, acknowledging favors, acknowledging support. Um, and then being thoughtful about how you, how you acknowledge that. So I have behind me here a bulletin board of the cards that I've received in the last year. I have in front of me a birthday card that you would have given me. Um, oh my gosh, that was last year, two years ago? Yeah, and I've, I've kept it on my desk and you have a little expression of appreciation, but you're a words person and you understand at least I interpret you as being a words person because you are very good at expressing appreciation. And whenever cards come along, uh, birthdays come along, your cards are always an expression of gratitude. And I hang on to those. Those are very, very important to me because I don't know, are, are you, a, I'm assuming that you're a words person too, um, that you love words, um, but I don't know whether you just express words as a way of joining with me or if that's your natural language. I assume it is. It is. Yeah. I think ultimately, um, to, I also like, it's tricky also, cause I find, um, we're limited by geography too. Right. And so I find like, like words are, are the easiest and, and for way for me to express myself, especially using geography. Um, for here, it's, it's generally much more like I, I find like for people who are here, it's the acts of service that I I'm able to show my gratitude for it's acts of service. And often like I catch myself often, um, gifts, giving, not, not so much receiving so much, but like, that is my default. Um, which is funny. Hey, cause like, but, but that also is like a lot harder to do acts of service for you, for instance, like I can't just show up, you know, I can't just take a plane and show up there. Right. Like that's not always feasible, but, um, you know, doing what I can, like words is definitely how I, I process a lot. And, and I definitely cherish, like when students write me a card that to me, especially if it's a thoughtful card, I will hang on to those just like you, I hang on to those and I cherish those. And that's super important to me. But I think it's, we need to realize that it isn't just the, on the giving end that it, it the, the uh, giver themselves is uplifted and strengthened and renewed mm-hmm. by consciously expressing gratitude. I always say that the the uh, the antidote to entitlement is gratitude. And if you check out the energy with an entitled person, and I love Brene Brown's definition of entitlement that I deserve it just because I want it. So if if you if we have the sense of entitlement, we have a tendency to walk around angry 
irritated, frustrated that the world isn't meeting our needs, as opposed to switching that and just notice your energy when you're in an entitled place. The energy that comes from being angry all the time because the world doesn't give you what you think you deserve versus switching that around and going through life, looking for opportunities to be grateful and notice how in that improves your mental health. And it's gratitude isn't really just a feeling. It's really an action where you take action and express consciously your gratitude. And if you look for opportunities to be grateful, it is genuinely a pathway to better mental and I would suggest physical health. There's a really great, like, I'm trying to remember to do this because journaling is something that's so important to me, but I, it's always like the first thing for me to not prioritize if I'm strapped for time or feeling tired, but, um, to think about three things you're grateful for either right when you go to bed or right when you get up can be a really great way to like another, like when you talk about rituals, um, can be a really important way to like reflect on the day and think about the day. Um, and then it's also a great practice to sort of think about, you know, who are, who and what is important for you um, in your life, right? And, and acknowledging that, right? And it, it can be a nice way to kind of stop and reflect on what on your day. Are you laughing at Cooper? <laughs> Always talk about grateful, hey? Or entitled, I should say. He's just like, love, he just keeps pawing at me this whole time. Your dog. Oh no, my God. I'll tell you. Um, so I, it, gratitude is, is something that um, we can consciously learn to have a grateful mindset as we come into the world. And it's uh, certainly strengthening in our lives. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, and it's, it's so important because it's something that, you know, I was thinking about this too, like, and, and you know, I hate to, to like students, I've, I have noticed since the pandemic, there's been a lot less gratitude in terms of teachers at the year end, not saying I'm expecting gifts. That's not what I'm saying at all. Um, but I have noticed a significant decline um, of students and parents reaching out with that that thank you at the end of the year, um, definitely since COVID. And so I was thinking about that, and I was now that you you mentioned that about that sense of entitlement, like you know here was a period of time that we lost, you know, three years essentially of anger and resentment and entitlement, and uh, it's really hard to break from those patterns. Um, and so, and I even think about it myself too, like when I think about you know, gratitude for the service workers who take my garbage away and things like that. Like there was a time when I used to spend a lot more thank yous and Christmas gifts and things like that, but it's just not one of my priorities anymore, but it really should be. Well, it, it's, it, it, it's not, how do I want to say this? It, don't wait to be yeah. grateful. Yep. Gratitude is not a prerequisite. Um, and, and rather gratitude's not an outcome. It's a prerequisite. So be grateful uh, before, it, it, at the at the at the onset of an activity. Be grateful for where you are at this moment, and that can actually uplift you, and it fuels more gratitude, as opposed to waiting. Well, I'm going to wait and see if I'm going to be grateful. You can actually step into gratitude, is what I'm trying to say. And I think that action of choosing to be grateful and to reach out about it is so important because all of a sudden it's taking a step outside of yourself. It's taking a step away from that entitlement. It's taking a step out of the self and towards the community and building that connection. Um, and that is so important um, for us to like, that's ultimately what it is. It's, it's combating self-centeredness. It's combating loneliness. And so it's super important. It does. So in conclusion, 
let's talk about what we're grateful for. I, I received two books uh, from you for Father's Day. Um, and I love the what and I'm so grateful for the fact that you push my usual reading habits. Uh, you know, I remember uh, your uh, Noah's book, Born a Crime, and how you pushed me out of uh, my typical time at that time. And I, I'm not sure you gave me that for Father's Day, but you gave me that as a gift. And so you gave me this book on called Shoe Dog by Phil Knight, the guy who founded Nike. And he's a, it was a, an amazing book. It's his memoir. And uh, I just, it's, it just, I have been reading it this weekend and uh, very inspired. So I just appreciate everything that you do for me in my life and how you make me think differently about my life. And I, you know, it's a funny thing that parenting, what parent happens to parenting, because I've been reflecting on being a father, is that uh, you think you're a teacher to your kids, and then you soon realize that your kids teach you more than you probably teach them. So I'm very grateful for everything you've taught me and, and what you've done in my life, my dear. It's literally my job. <laughs> I'm literally an English teacher. It's, what, it's my literally my job to give books. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> No, I'm honestly, I'm just grateful that sharing books and words is something that we can have that connection to and, and, um, how important that is for, you know, I, I received my love of poetry and, and of reading through you and through mom, obviously, but, um, that that is something cool that we can have that in common that I can, you know, give you books that, you know, that we can talk about later and, and yeah, I, I love it. I cherish it. I love like thinking about different books to, to pick out and looking at different ones and stuff. So thank you for allowing me to do that. Um, yeah, I'm grateful Great. for uh, yeah, I'm just grateful for for books and words and for having these moments to actually pause and be grateful for for things like that and and be grateful for I just like, you know, um, you know, it's so funny that, you know, you were always a sports guy and I was never a sports person at all at any capacity. I mean, running aside, that was more of a recent thing. But I've just been grateful to be able to share this like beer league softball journey of mine with you. Um, to be able to, you know, tell you about all this you know, this is actually how I, I didn't know that the bases worked this way. I didn't know what this meant. Um, you know, and you, you kind of started that love with that, that Blue Jays game that we went to when I was 13 in Toronto, you know, and now, and I still wear that hat. I don't know if you knew this. I wear that hat, uh, every, to every game. So there you go. Yeah, that's great. That's great. <laughs> well, it was a good weekend. Mm -hmm. We, uh, you know, I made it a point with, with you too, that every, Every time that you, when you turned 13, I, you had a choice to go anywhere you wanted in the uh, continent for a weekend. And we went to Blue Jays game in Toronto, and then we went up to Niagara Falls. So that was a very memorable weekend for me. Me too. Me too. Amazing. All right, my dear. Well, I, uh, thank you for this and most stimulating and loving conversation and grateful to have this conversation today. Anything right. you, any concluding, concluding thoughts you have? I think it's uh, it's great practice to to reach out and be grateful for somebody. It's super easy to do. Send a quick text, fire a phone call, um, and and make a list right before bed or right when you get up. Three things you're grateful for. It takes two minutes and it it has lasting long uh, impacts on your mental health and on your community. Super easy. Find a reason to be grateful, and they will come to you. Yep. Stay real, everybody. Thanks for listening.